You should be saving for the future. But savings accounts suck. And investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4-6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit StairsApp.com today. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How's it going? How was Maui? You got to tell me how oh, it was. Oh, it's so hard to be back at work. <laughs> so <laughs> Are you sunburned? Um, actually, it was, I was very good. First time I've ever not really gotten one. I have to admit, though, in the last two days, one day, I, it was, the UV index was so high, it burnt me through my shirt. Oh, wow. Nice. That's the way it should so, happen. That was just brutal. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. It wasn't a bad burn or anything like that. I've, I've, been, I've done worse. I'm such a whitey. My God. So, so when are you opening your Maui office? Oh, don't go there. I've been thinking about it all weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, so folks, I had two weeks. I'll, I'll, I'd, actually help, I'd actually help you move furniture if you want. <laughs> uh, expenses paid, I assume. <laughs> of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> expenses and, you know, a pizza and beer like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I snorkeled my buns off. I just I couldn't get enough of being in that water. Just oh, gorgeous. So barracuda, yes. octopus, tons of turtles. I uh, really wanted to see a shark, really wanted to see a manta, but no such luck. So, Except for, of course, at the aquarium. <laughs> right. That's the best place to see sharks anyway. Uh, no, no, no. I love them. I would love to see one alive. Just... Last time I went snorkeling, I did see a shark, and it was pretty big, but luckily it was way down at the bottom, and I was floating at the top, so yeah, that's it wasn't right. too bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fun for me. I don't want to be really close or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so today we are instead of doing a, a live review, which we've been doing a couple times now, um, we're going to get at some questions that have been piling up. So thank you, everyone. Uh, please keep them coming, and once in a while we're going to plow through them. And on the other nights or the other days, I mean, we're going to be doing the uh, reviews, and we've got lots of those too. So double thanks. Didn't, didn't you say that we have enough to get us through September or something like that? <laughs> it, it looks that way. Yeah, I mean, especially if we're going to so- throw in this question shows once in a while yeah we we shouldn't do like all reviews that'd have to be a whole different show <laughs> and there probably is a show like that somewhere on what mess radio anyway we don't want to steal yeah. somebody's thunder unless we have to no. <laughs> yeah. i mean you know we we could we could take their thunder pretty easily but i'm just saying <laughs> gotta be good neighbors oh but you know in terms of a segue here we do have a site review question 
or actually two of them, from Delphin Rodriguez of SevillaNJ.com. That was uh, right. the last one we reviewed. It's had Scott on, and, and uh, in this case, his question is, in your site review, Scott mentions that our titles are graphics. Only our restaurant name is a graphic. For the rest, we actually do have title title. He says title tags, but I think he means title letters. But we use a tool called QFont to get the fonts to look nice. Does QFont negatively impact indexing? I previously read that Google sees it as regular titles. And that's something you and I had actually discussed. It is actually text. It's just rendered graphically, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, QFont is is a tool, if I remember correctly, that's kind of it's kind of next generation of an older tool called Ziffer, which was designed to replace Flash on websites. So there, there was one real way to take a Flash website a couple years ago, one real way to take a Flash website and make it indexable, and it was using a coding style or a coding platform, I guess, I'm not sure what you would call it, called Ziffer, S-I-F-R. Well, QFON is an update to that. that Apparently, you can apply it to individual pieces of um, content on a page instead of the whole thing like you do with Ziffer. Um, And my understanding is it is no problem. It reads it as a title tag. It reads it as text, and you should have no problem. But just to let you know, there is an update beyond QFON that, that I'm personally leaning towards, and I have been trying to get people to use more and more, which is the hosted fonts for, from places like Typekit. I mean, Google even has a whole set of hosted fonts that you can use. And those are absolutely wonderful, especially if you tie them in with HTML5. It's amazing what you can do with those fonts. If it's a logo that you've already built, if they don't have your font, then QFont's a great alternative. But if they happen to have your font that you built your logo in, convert it to, to like Typekit or something like that, and you're going to do even better than you would with QFont. That's awesome. Well, um, QFON, I remember looking into it years ago, and, and I, I think one thing we should, we should clarify, too, to anyone who's really new to all this, um, is what we're talking about is, you know, when you go to a, a page and it says, uh, I don't know what, it could be um, Step Forth Web Marketing. Well, in this case, often, though, you know, people would have it in their logo or they'd have their, uh, all this in an image. Well, what you can use is use these tools to create what looks like an image of fancy letters and stuff that you normally couldn't get from a font and uh, make them appear on the page and the search engines can read it. So that, that, that's just yep. to add a little clarity there. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it yes. is. It's very cool. Definitely. It's a little technical. It might not be something that someone who's at the, the 101 level of web design and web development could handle easily, but if you you've got some experience and you're a little bit technical, you could probably handle it. Yeah, so pretty cool. And uh, yeah, Delphin, don't worry about it. It's just an oversight on our part. So thank you for for bringing that up. We wouldn't want you to have to change all that. Um, uh, next is Ross. You had mentioned that we should look into directory submissions. We submitted to restaurant review sites since that's relevant to our type of business. What other directory sites did you have in mind? Well, I mean, you've got restaurant review sites, but you've also got um, probably gobs of places that have directories of restaurants in different areas. I mean, I can't even fathom how yeah. many of that must be of those. Um, yeah, there's tons of local directories, local targeted directories, food targeted directories. Um, you know, a lot of sites for your area, you know, if it's a local site like that, if you're a restaurant or you have local restaurants, search for local directories, business, local business directories of any type. They'll probably have a restaurant or food category. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that stuff's going to help you. And, and, and again, be very consistent with uh, um, your local concept, like uh, the local rules, really, right. which is making sure that you use the same address syntax always. Don't mess with that. Make sure it's always what's on your page, what's on um, the main yellow page listings. It's the exact yep. same 
formatting. Um, yeah, same name, same phone number as well. That's what we call the NAP, name, address, phone number. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's, you know, if you just stick to those basic rules, that, that's going to help you a lot, and that those, those links will help you because I think that's uh, pretty key. You're definitely low on the link end of things. So, Great. Delphin, thank you so much for submitting your site and, and, and the follow-up questions. Uh, anyone else had any follow-ups from, from their uh, review, please do send them our way. That'd be great. Uh, you want to take the next question, John? Sure. Um, yeah, you gave me this one because of the last name. I know you did. Robert Scavilla, I guess. <laughs> I hope I pronounced it right. Um, he wrote us on the Facebook page. I'm assuming that he says, I usually recommend my clients add HTML sitemap to the page footer of their site. It seems that more and more I notice websites are not included including an HTML sitemap. For instance, I don't see one on stepforth.com <laughs> or, or wordtracker.com or several other sites that I analyzed for SEO examples. Um, is the HTML sitemap not as important for SEO as it used to be? That's a really good question um, at a couple different levels. Um, first of all, um, I want to make sure everybody understands there's two different types of sitemaps. and the HT- He's being very specific about the HTML sitemap, which is actually pages on your site, usually linked from the footer or the header, that have links to other deeper level pages on your site. The other type that some people get this confused with is the XML sitemap, which is actually an RSS feed that the users would never see. Um, it's, it's all back-end code that usually is designed specifically for bots. So we're talking about the HTML ones that users can drill through, um, the bots can drill through. Um, I still definitely recommend including them whenever I can. And Ross, you should put one on stepforth.com. You're on WordPress, and they have plugins for that. It's really simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just go install one. The, but the reason being is, is really two or threefold. First, um, users sometimes will use those for your users. You put them in there. They're trying to find some content. Sometimes it's easier to go to a sitemap and look for your category than it is to go in and search and get results pages, especially on WordPress because WordPress search is notoriously ineffective. Um, it's just not a good search. Um, so, so people will use them. So that's a good reason to have them. Two, the spiders will still crawl them and if you build them correctly with with the right kind of anchor text you will pass a little bit of relevancy to those internal pages from those sitemaps um it's it's not as strong as it used to be because you know google's very good at determining content types this is a sitemap so yeah it's not going to have as much weight as a normal pr4 sitemap would have because it is a sitemap but it's still going to pass relevancy um so from that perspective i would definitely recommend using them all right so as you were speaking, I forwarded the message to my, my programmer <laughs> to get it at it because, yes, it's just an oversight again on our part. I, frankly, uh, I don't know, man. I wouldn't be looking at our site for too many SEO examples. It's a bit embarrassing, but um, <laughs> there are some it's kinda, good things we do. <laughs> it's kind of it's like what's the, what's the proverb of the cobbler who makes shoes for everybody but his own kid? I don't remember what it is, but there's – yeah. You know, you, you do everything you can for everybody else to the to the fault of ignoring your own stuff. That's our pathetic excuse, yes. But, it, yes. <laughs> uh, but the one thing we it's do have, of course, is we, we... Sorry? It's an oldie but a goodie, excuse-wise. Yeah. <laughs> we have the uh, XML sitemap, no, definitely. And, and, but, of course, we, we, would, we would like to have something for users to use, and we'd also like something that makes it easier for search engines. Now, that said, um, our navigation is very in-depth as is. Uh, it, it pretty much allows any content within our site to be within two levels deep, except for the blog. And that is admitted, admittedly pretty bad in terms of, of uh, searchability. Um, 
for the search engines at this point for mm-hmm. the older content anyway. So good point. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I would still say that they're, they're, it's just as important these days. Uh, perhaps a little less so, I guess, because mm-hmm. Google's gotten so much better, but it's still very important. It's still, I mean, you look at the difference between that sitemap and the XML sitemap. There's so many reasons to have both. I mean, the XML sitemap is never going to pass relevancy from page to page. Yeah, exactly. Did we lose you there? Can have the same effect for crawlers. They'll both, you know, add the different pages of the site to the, the crawler queue for this, you know, for your site for the pages to be analyzed. But one adds some more value that the other doesn't, you know, as far as relevancy and link juice. Even it's a, even if it's just a little teeny bit. That's true. That's true. I thought I lost you there for a second. I, I'm not sure that it was your connection or mine. But uh, anyways, apologize to everyone if I dropped out or he did. Um, it's just no way to find out at this point. Wait a second. I'll check the chat. No, no one said anything. No one's there. No one listens to us. Well, it's because we're always pre-recorded. Can't blame them. <laughs> Not today. We're nice and live. Yay! Okay, so next question is from Ryan Jones. He says, love the podcast, fellas. Thank you, sir. Um, I know Joomla, Drupal, and WordPress are the big CMSs, and they all have SEO and blog platforms, or features, in other words. I would be interested in getting your take on the strong or weak points of each if you guys have any insight in that. Uh, could be more specific, but no worries. Keep on pushing. Great show. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, <laughs> Ryan, thank you. Um, there is a lot of differences, um, and frankly, there's too many for us to listen to a single show. We'd have to do some serious uh, updating and such, um, or at least yeah, updating on my part, because I haven't, I haven't used Joomla or Drupal in ages. Um, that said, uh, I did a little research for you and found, well, there's one uh, oldie, uh, 2000, uh, 2000, 2008 article by Rand at uh, SEO Moz, um, which is all about uh, finding the right CMS platform for your website. Now, from an SEO perspective, I should note. Now, in this case, he mainly just outlines what you should look for. Um, he doesn't say which one to use. Uh, but I, I created a short URL for it so everyone can get to it right away. Just you can write it down. Um, it's bit.ly forward slash CMS for SEO. So bit.ly forward slash CMS for SEO. Nice. That'll get you to that article. And I also found an 82-page document comparing Joomla, Drupal, Plone, I've never heard of Plone, but Plone and WordPress. Um, obviously, WordPress is way different than any of these guys because it's much more basic. But anyways, they do it. They do include this. And I haven't looked at it, so I can't say it's a great article, but 82 pages sounds like it's got some depth. And it's their second version. Uh, they've done it <laughs> two years in a row. So in that one, it's bit.ly forward slash CMS hyphen compare bit.ly forward slash CMS hyphen compare. So here's the thing to think about. Joomla, Joomla, excuse me, Drupal and WordPress, all three can be made very, very SEO friendly. All three can, yes. without a doubt. They all have some faults. They all have some advantages. Um, but the things to think about that are not specific to the CMS is that your, your skin, whatever you're using as a, as a um, skin or template for that site has a big big portion to do with how well your site performs from, from an SEO standpoint. The plugins that you install, some of them may impact SEO from a positive and sometimes a negative standpoint. So it's not just the CMS, it's how you deploy it, both from a design and a add-ons plugin standpoint. They all, they all can be great. They all can be um, basically handicapped as well, depending on what you do with them. Great point. And, and one thing to note too is Joomla and Drupal tend to have better shopping cart uh, functionality 
um, WordPress, there's a few plugins out there, but I don't know of anything that really um, can take it to the level those other ones can. Uh, so that's something to consider as well. I mean, it, you really need an expert when picking that stuff. And, and I don't consider myself yeah. an expert in picking the right CMS. That's a hell of a job. Um, you've got to have a lot of experience in each one. Um, I personally don't need anything more than WordPress, and a lot of sites don't. But the ones that do, um, you know, it's not an easy choice. Uh, I don't envy them. <laughs> yeah, I've never found a site that I couldn't host on WordPress. Um, even the shopping carts have gotten a lot better in the past year or so. If someone came to me with a with a, a site that was an e-commerce site that needed to be tied into a back back end fulfillment system with inventory management, I don't think there's anything on WordPress that can handle that. I'm not even no. I don't even know for sure there's anything on Joomla or Drupal that can handle that. Um, but they would have a better chance than WordPress, I think, than having something like that. Yeah, far better. I agree. Okay, well, let's take a quick break. and we get back? We're going to get to a few other questions we got. Thank you. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot-button Internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. The Cyber Law and Business Report, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. For the break, uh, we were discussing some of the, well, Ups and downs of different CMSs for SEO. Uh, really didn't get a lot of the gritties, but we wanted to cover a question from uh, Ryan Jones, which was really cool. Thank you very much, Ryan. And uh, yeah, I seem to be experiencing quite a bit of echo. I've noticed that myself. I wasn't sure it was just me hearing that. I hope everyone else. Yeah, is it, it, crushed it's by this. gone. I was I was hearing it too, but it's gone now. You're good. Uh, good, good, good. Thank you. Um, now the next question, uh, I think, uh, is your turn. Go for it. Me. All right. So. <laughs> 
Uh, Mike, so Mike Henry wrote, um, since you were asking for questions, I was wondering if you think it's important to set a geographic target in Google Webmaster Tools. For example, a business that operates in one location but accepts customers from around the world. Very good question. Um, It really depends on a number of things. One, if you're website is focusing on on search results for, um, let's say, um, South America, but you're based and hosted in the U.S. on a .com, you would definitely want to set your geographic um, target in Webmaster Tools for your target market, where you're trying to get sales, where you want your search results to show. Um, wait, let's actually back up for a second just to give everybody an understanding. In Google Webmaster Tools, you can actually go in and say, my website is targeting people in this location. Um, it's usually based on countries. I don't think you can drill down in Webmaster Tools to specific cities or locations like you can in, say, AdWords. Um, no. But you can definitely drill out, I want to target South America, I want to target Brazil, I want to target um, Spain or Germany or the U.S. U.S. is, the, the default is going to be, I believe, where your IP is located. Um, I, I don't know that for 100% sure, but that's, that's what I usually work off From of. what I understand, it's, it's, if you don't specify anything, Google will do its best to generate a local um, signal from you, from what you're right. doing. But they, they won't, but they'll allow you to appear in other like you, like for example, if I didn't say I was in Canada, I can still appear in Google.com, no problem at all for my rankings. However, exactly. if I said my in Google Webmaster Tools that I'm specific to Canada, my services are specific, I probably won't get much of a ranking in Google.com because it's generally the U.S. Uh, considered the U.S. site. But it will help you do better in Google.ca, which Precisely. is the point. This is the point. So you target where your market is. If you want to do better in Canada, set your targeting in Google Webmaster Tools to Canada, and you'll do better in Google.ca, which will do a little worse in Google.com US. Um, this is actually a really good thing for people to use when they have multi-language sites or they're targeting different markets. I actually once had a site that um, targeted six different countries in Asia on the same site. Um, and each country was in its own subdirectory. And what we were able to do is go and register each subdirectory on the same domain as its own website in Google Webmaster Tools. So we each of them had their own, um, you know, we, we claimed each directory as an individual site. And then we were able to actually go set the, um, the country location in Webmaster Tools for each section of the site to be a different country. So different <laughs> portions of the site would do better in different engines based on where they were lo- located. It's funny, you know, I don't think I've ever considered, I, again, I work with so many small businesses, I haven't really run into this, but I haven't considered that you can add a, for, I guess you can add a subdirectory when you're adding the domain, eh? Yeah, it's just a subdirectory, like like yeah. stepforth.com slash Canada, stepforth.com slash US. You could register those two different websites, and each one could be targeted to the prospective country. Yeah, no, that's great. I didn't know Webmaster, Webmaster Tools could do that. That's, that's really cool. Good advice, everyone. Listen yeah. to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, it is a really good question because a lot of people forget about this. Uh, the geographic target is something you don't want to mess up with either because if you had doc Kings and you put it in the wrong way, you can really mess yourself up. Right. Uh, especially now, now, Mike, now, Mike's question though is a little bit different than what we what we the, the, the information we gave. He said he has a, a business that operates in one location, that accepts customers from around the world. So, so I would say you don't use case, it. 
I would say do not use it. Stick with the dot com. If you want to target other places in the world, you're going to have to you're going to have to build other language websites that are you know preferably hosted on the TLDs for that country you're targeting. If you're targeting Canada, get a dot ca name. If you're targeting um, you know you know England, get a dot uk domain if you can. Those kind of things. Um, and then, then geotarget them in Webmaster Tools. Yeah. So if you're in, um, and, and when it comes to Canada and U.S., it's kind of a unique relationship, I find. Um, like, for example, we don't target just Canada. As a result, um, we were still, we left our, our geographic signifier open. We haven't done anything with it. Uh, so Stepforth can be found in both .ca and .com quite well. So um, now that wouldn't be the case for .uk, though. I think Homer Simpson said it best when he called Canada U.S. Junior. <laughs> uh, yes, uh-huh. the second son. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to go there. Okay, I know I got a lot of American listeners. I'm going to get my ass off kicked. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I just went on a total tirade uh, about uh, Netflix because in Canada we don't get the Q option. We can't add any freaking videos to Q to a Q. There's no Q. So if you've ever used Netflix, you'll sympathize perhaps. It's very annoying. So I created a, a site on uh, – or a, a page on Facebook I'm trying to get everyone to like. It's only got five likes so far. I only did it last night, but I'm hoping I can get enough people to wake them up. Why the heck would we not have Q? It just doesn't make any sense. Five is like, what, 6% of all of Canada? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you get man. there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I deserve that. I deserve that. Um, now, no, but but now all the Canadian listeners are coming after me, so <laughs> it balances out. Yeah, there's what that that leaves how many? <laughs> Not many going be, after you. <laughs> that would be Scott, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay. So uh, next question uh, is from Tom Sustens. He says, is Traffic Travis a good tool for SEOs and not just affiliate marketers? Now, um, I didn't know whether or not this was, honestly, Tom, I didn't know whether or not this was sort of a, a way to get me to pitch the product. At, um, uh, it won't, if it was, it wasn't a good, it's not going to be a good result because I looked at the, the product and I think it's okay, but I would make uh, a higher recommendation to use something like SEO Moz Pro if you really want to track the SEO elements of your site. Now, what Traffic Travis does, a number of things. I didn't watch the entire video, but it, it's, it's one of these programs that allows you to track um, which pages and how you have on your site, how much PR they have, how many links are coming to them, um, what uh, uh, some things that are outdated, like the keyword density on each page, um, you know, make sure that your heading tags has this much and this much and this much uh, usage of keywords. You don't overuse this. It's kind of like an it is an automated optimization um, critique system that allows you to do optimizations per page. SEMoz has been has had this reach quite until quite was it six months ago they implemented that maybe a year. It's excellent. And um, whoa, what's going on there? You fall over? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm sorry. I have a bit of a cold and I had a cough. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> I was um, trying to spare you. <laughs> uh, so SEO Moz, really good for monitoring SEO. Um, I, one of the, uh, the sponsors of the, of the show, too, is, uh, is the, or at least of, of Webmaster Tools, is myseotool.com and also has a lot of those elements. Um, now, that's it. If you just want to track the success of a campaign, uh, and that's any kind of campaign across the board, uh, social media and so web marketing, essentially. I 
I would I wouldn't hesitate to recommend Raven Tools. It's my favorite tool. So, um, oh, yeah. you know, if that's it's awesome. Um, so I actually use both SEO Moz and Raven Tools. And SEO Moz I usually use just for info, but it does have the ability to do more tracking um, of your websites as well. So that's my thoughts. I'm sorry I can't give you better advice on traffic, Travis. It just seems redundant, you know. And SEO Moz and Raven Tools have a phenomenal track record for keeping up to date with all the latest search engine changes, and they've been around a lot longer. I always cite on that. So uh, let's uh, take a quick break. and we get back, we've got uh, two more questions. Thank you. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Rupp, the LinkedIn rock stars. We are ready to rock your world with LinkedIn. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Because I know the secrets, don't I, Mike? Chat with other LinkedIn gurus. We have, we have great guests on our show. Today is no exception at all. And answer your LinkedIn questions. All caps, Mountain Dew, comma space, all little letters, sleep. Rock the world with LinkedIn, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, uh, we were answering a question from Tom Sestens. Thank you, Tom. And uh, now we've got a couple questions to wrap up the show. Uh, the next, it's from Chris Wensink. Do you want to take it away? Sure. Um, Chris is asking about local. He says, given that search is becoming more and more local, are there any tools or plugins that you're aware of that can search out localized pages that have a PR of five or higher without searching your local city name and running a PR tool on, PR tool on each page one at a time? A um, couple things to address here. First of all, um, PR... I'm, I'm, I've, har- I've harped on this in the past. PR is not something you're going to f- 
you should put that much emphasis on focusing on. Um, definitely, it helps to gauge. But if if you're going to look for localized pages based only on PR, then there's, 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 I'm just saying there's plenty of other things to focus on besides PR. So I'm, I'm getting off that soapbox, and I'm going to help you answer your question. Because um, <laughs> Ross was about to attack me, I know. <laughs> so um, there is a plug-in that I've seen people use. I used to have it. I, I got rid of it a while ago because it really clutters up your search result pages that will actually – it's for Firefox – and if you if you know the name Ross, please I just can't remember the name, but it'll actually go in and put a lot of data, and maybe even the SEO Moz tools does this at some point. But it'll actually put the data for each page in the Google search results. So oh, like right. uh, results one through ten will have data about each of those pages in the search results, and one of those data points is PR. So you can set your Google to to look at a hundred. You know, the results show 100 results for a search query, and you'll see the PR for all 100 of those pages at the same time. Um, then it's just a matter of forming the right queries in Google to find the types of pages you're looking for. I mean, whether it be based on a local city name and a, and a market, um, there's just there's tons of ways to do that. A lot of articles about how to f- formulate really good queries to find pages you're looking for like that. But if, if someone can remember what the name of that tool is, um, um, if Marjorie Meachin is listening, I know she has it installed on, on her computer. I'm going to actually ping her after the show and, and I'll have her put it up on the Facebook page or I will. Um, but there's a tool, there is a plug-in for Firefox that will give you that information in the search results. Yeah, it's totally escaping my mind too. I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, it's very, very easy to find. I think within um, S- the Firefox uh, plugins, I actually did a quick search, and um, I don't. Is it SEO for Firefox? Is it that easy? Uh, no, it's I, it's not. Oh, it's SEO not Quake. Quake. SEO Quake. SEO Quake. That's it. Good job. That's it's it. SEO Quake. There we are. That will sh- that will show you the PR in the search results, so you can see like a hundred of them at a time. All the people are on the air. We're going. Come, it's SEO quick. It's SEO. No, there we go. We figured it out. You can relax. <laughs> I know a lot of people use it. I just haven't used it in so long. See, Ross, you got to get this down. If we wouldn't have said it, we'd have had so many people on our Facebook page saying it for us. We'd had all kinds of traffic. Somebody would have left a question. We could have commented. It would have been like we had a real community. We do have this. <sighs> you got to keep me in on the inside here, man. I didn't know. <laughs> um, so yeah. Chris, I think that that could help a little bit. Otherwise, you know, if we hear of anything, as I said on Facebook when I responded to your question, I think uh, we'll certainly let you know if we hear of anything. But an actual report that'll output, I don't know of anything that would do that. John? No, I don't know of a report either, unless you just print page when you do the search for listings. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and another question from Ryan now, setting up a WordPress network, which is better for SEO, subdomains or subdirectories? Uh, WordPress network. Okay, so if it's a network and you all want to, I'm assuming what you mean here is you want to have, um, let's say, bmw.cars.com, um, uh, volkswagen.cars.com, then in that case, you know, because you want to have different areas. I generally recommend using subdirectories versus subdomains. Um, although I, you know, I, I've I've been pushing that a lot lately, and I've found some subdomain systems lately in my competitor analysis rocking it. 
Um, but I think they're more because the legacy thing, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, so much now. It's, it's the legacy thing. And it really depends on how much content you have to put on that subdomain. If you're going to put, if you're going to put, um, you know, Chevy.cars.com, you got a ton of content you can put on there, but if you're going to put 57 Chevy Camaro, you're not going to have nearly as much content on a subdomain. That's so you got to, the bigger and bolder you can be on a subdomain, the safer you're going to be. Yeah, the old the old rule of thought was that if 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 they really deserve their own website, but you want to keep them all under one brand, then a subdomain's good. Um, exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, a subdirectory is going to be better because it's going to add, it's going to keep all of that uh, that link juice that that relevance all within one top level domain. You know, it's right. really going to help you that way. A couple of years ago, subdomains used to be treated as completely separate websites. I think it was like two, three years ago, they, they kind of pushed them together a little more than they were to where subdomain is tied to the, the top-level TLD a little bit more than it used to be. But it's still not as strong as if it's on the same TLD in a, in a subdirectory as opposed to a subdomain. Now, I should correct that, though, in a way – we're definitely right if, if, if it was us doing it, but if a person who's doing it who doesn't really know um, all the ins and outs of optimizing a, a single site with that many subdirectories, um, they would probably do better with a, sub, a subdomain. Because you, you, have also, to, yeah. you also have to think if you do it that way, you have to do more link building than you would if you had it all in subdirectories. Except the advantage is, but then there's also the twist there because you get the advantage of having different subdomains that are acting as their own home pages. Which do have a little more clout, so it, it's. I, I, I always recommend subdirectories, and I'm still standing by that. But subdomains could yep. be easier for some people who are really new to this stuff. They, they could be easier, but I definitely I'm going to say for me, my recommendation is always don't use a subdomain unless you absolutely have to, or you have such. And when I say have to, you have a different content management system that you have to run, and you can't meld the two together. You know those kind of technical issues where sometimes you just have to have a subdomain um, mm-hmm. because a couple reasons. One, like you said, you build the strength of your your site overall quicker and and more effectively if you put it on directories. But at the same time, and I'm not saying this to, to scare people, but spammers are really, really, really leveraging subdomains the past year or so, and they're continuing to do so. So I've been telling people that within the next year or so, Google's going to hit hit them like they did the directories a few years ago, like they did content farms recently. Sub Subdomains are going to get punched within a couple of years, would be my, my prediction. And if why this, set yourself if up Panda points. didn't already clear them out. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, that should cover a lot of them. But it, it, you're, uh, I, I agree. I, it's, I, I try and be a little bit careful there, again, for newbies. But um, you know, obviously, you're going to have to learn. If you're a newbie, you're going to have to learn, right? So um, yeah. go the safest route. Go, go with a site with the subdirectories. And uh, if you have the time to experiment a subdomain system, you know, again, this is experimentation. Why not? It's kind of fun, yep. personally. I used to love doing it. <laughs> and I think, Ross, you're right. I think what you said is really the key for new people. If you have something that could be its own website and, and you think there's enough content, there's, there's enough opportunity to build links, that it could be its own website, then it's potentially a candidate for a subdomain. If not, it's definitely not a candidate for a subdomain. Yeah, cool. 
Well, I hope uh, that answered enough questions for everyone. Um, we've got a couple other ones from uh, listeners. Uh, and I also got a whole bunch, apparently, that Brasco sent in that I, I missed today. So I apologize for people we, we didn't cover. We ran out of time anyways. But um, we also had two questions, one from MJ Carey and one from James Cox. They really deserve their own shows. So we're going to try and fit them in within over the next few months. But we also want to get to people's reviews. So we're going to have to find a way to balance all this. Jeez, we need to be doing yep. this every day. But <laughs> <laughs> Master Radio, what's your budget for a paid radio program? <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> well, I guess that's the end of the show. I'm so glad to, right. to have you on. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I understand Scott did an outstanding job with those reviews, and I want to thank him definitely for stepping in. Um, you guys rocked from what I hear. I guess I should yeah. go listen to shows, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You just can't handle it. You can't hear your voice, and it's just not That's, the same. Hey. I actually, I, I'm going to be brutally honest. I have never once listened to one of our shows. Never I've listened once. to parts of it. I haven't listened to the whole thing. But yeah, it's, it's just mostly to hear myself and go, oh, God, I can't listen to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, thanks for joining us today. Uh, instead of our Twitter IDs, we're going to say our email addresses. I think we're going to try and start doing that a little more often since uh, Brasco made a good point. Not all of you guys have Twitter. So mine is Ross at StepForth.com. That's S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H.com. Ross at StepForth.com. And John's is? Um, jcarcutt at Advanced.net. That, Excellent. That's simple. That is very simple. Well, thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. You can join us every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody.